Hey, good morning. Monday, 5.37 p.m. or a.m., my bad. It's complete opposite of what this podcast is all about. Um, yeah, walking banjo, let's do this. Um, so, I think a disproportionate number of the non-techno episodes have been about the fish, but they're fucking cool, so we're going to continue with that. But this might be the last one for a while. Maybe not. We'll see. Because Nemo and his friend, her friend, depends on which one you want to name Nemo, have both passed away. So, rest in peace, Nemo and her buddy. So what the hell happened to the fishes? It sucks. Um, so moving back, I had the episode about the quarantine tank and all that good stuff, and mostly I did everything by the book. However, uh, at the end of the day, they got a disease, or they had, turns out, the whole time, because you don't just get the shit out of the, out of thin air, a disease or a parasite that causes a disease called Brooklynella. Brooklynella, aka the clownfish disease. So after last week's panic, oh no, they're sick episode, something's wrong, maybe something's wrong, maybe something's not, turns out it was the most obvious thing it could be the fucking disease that is named after their species or genus or no not genus species maybe i don't fucking know anyway so they got clownfish disease they had it the whole time so what is this thing so it's a disease that's similar to a bunch of the other ones that's um worth worrying about is another parasite caused issue and this one's pretty gross, actually. If you look up clownfish disease, you will see, um, or Brooklynella, if you can try to spell it, but Google will fix it, that, like, the pictures that you see are, like, the extreme cases. Just like anything else you look up, like, you see the extreme cases, and sometimes you kind of want, like, photos of the mild stuff so you know what to do um, if something's just setting on, but, like, that's life, right? It's just like, whenever you Google stuff, please don't Google your own health, just go to the doctor. But like, you know, you Google something like, you know, leg tear, ACL tear. And like, you know, they're just going to talk about like the maximum, like completely the fucking ACL's gone or something. But what if there's a tiny tear, you know, like they never tell you that stuff. Same kind of with all this fish crap is like, at the end of the day, the pictures are all super terrible. And I doubt even if I had an idea of what the early stages of it are, I could have saved them, and I'll explain why. So so this parasite attacks them. Again, a lot of the shit ends up having fucked up symptoms like this one. They end up getting slimy, like almost like mummy wrap, like skin falling off of them. But my guys never had that bad of a symptom. Mostly was patchy spots on them, some discoloration here and there, etc. Uh, and it wasn't even until the end that I kind of even knew what it was. Um, so, long story short, <clears throat> the the one I liked the most died Friday night. So she was the one that wasn't eating, it was just kind of sitting at the bottom. Definitely worrisome. And I tried to do what I could to give her, like, some medication or anything, but, you know, without, like, the obvious versions of, like, the mummification, some, like, pictures I saw, like, I didn't know what it was, so I didn't want to just start throwing shit in the tank, 
and praying that I mix some cocktail of fucking off the shelf fix meds and that's somehow magically going to work. Held off. She died. Um, that was so Saturday morning. I found her. It was a bummer. Um, and then the rest of Saturday, I mostly spent worried trying to figure out what the hell killed her so that I could try, you know, to save the other one. My assumption, which ended up being right, but, you know, it's not like some big revelation. It was like a lot of the diseases are parasitic, so they can transfer from one to the other. So if one got it, the next one's going to get it. Plus, the little guy was also getting to the point where he just wasn't stoked about getting fed. So, you know, that's a pretty clear sign. Like, you know, even if you have a cold as a human, you're like, eh, I'm not hungry. Leave me alone. So that's that. She died, spent Saturday trying to figure out what the hell was going on. And then eventually he started showing physical symptoms as opposed to behavioral, which is when I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, this starts, this is actually starting to look like something I've seen pictures of. Not like the massively bad version, but, you know, scales kind of sort of falling off, patchiness and just other shit like that. And then started exhibiting random behaviors. The most kind of like sore thumb of which was like swimming against the current um, and swimming up at the top of the tank kind of started gasping for air. So eventually the parasite, like a lot of them, but like this one in particular will fuck with their gills and they'll swim against the current as a way of getting like something to like scratch their gills in the in a sense and then going to the top gasping for air you know they they can't breathe anymore or they're having a hard time breathing so those symptoms kind of kicked in finally got some photos of him posted it online um it's like a handful of dudes that are like pretty well regarded on the online communities to be pretty knowledgeable about these fish parasites and diseases, you know, they're, some actually are marine biologist type people, you know, I haven't asked to see their degrees, but like, they seem to know what they're talking about, and like, legitimately, like, offer up like, hey, I was reading this white paper, so unless they're just like, really dorky hobbyists that read like, random marine biology white papers, um, and then share them online, I don't know what they're called, white papers is more of a tech thing, but you know what I'm saying, right, like, just like, complicated PDFs about nerd shit, um, Anyways, and then I, I was like, I think it's Brooke and a handful of people, um, some of which were like the people I was hoping would see it and or reply, chimed in and they're like, yep, this is it. So got that confirmation and Saturday night at some point, I was like, all right, cool, it's Brooke. What do I do about this? And what medication do I get? So it turns out it's like easy to treat if you treat it before you know the fish has it, isn't that the irony? And then also, if you can get what you need. So these are two difficult things. Um, The parasites don't necessarily, like, I mean, I've had these fish for about a month, right? And had zero signs of anything like this going on with them. So I wouldn't have known to just treat them for it. Well, that's the whole point of a quarantine tank, right? Is just treat for fucking everything, whether they have it or not. But I was pretty hesitant because I was like, well, 
I don't want to just fucking douse these fuckers with like chemicals because that might actually be worse for them if they're actually healthy. So didn't really get on that. And then given the fact that all the pictures of Brooklyn, Brooklynella were just like just massive horror story pictures, like I was like, oh, it'll be obvious if they have it. And if they do, I'll just Google this shit and get the meds and fucking deal with it. Turns out what you need to deal with it is this shit called fromalin. All right, cool. Just go get fromalin. Turns out it's not easy because fromalin is actually a specific concentration of fucking formaldehyde. So here I am Saturday night, just at dinner with a wife, lovely time. And I'm like, okay, this fish is going to fucking die because, you know, there's no coming back from where he's at right now. He was swimming up at the top of the tank like, you know, getting sideways, it's not like he was hanging out there and he had his, you know, motor functions, if you will, he was, like, getting moved around by the water, and, like, you know, if you were a human, you'd say he's having balancing problems, you know, just kind of wiggly and stuff, and you're like, all right, well, that's, this guy's fucked at this point, and it's, like, 11 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I had to fucking find formaldehyde, are you kidding? No clue where to fucking get it, Google it, a little bit. Turns out, like, yeah, Amazon Prime ain't got no formaldehyde. So, that's that. And in the end, you know, uh, there's this one antibiotic I have that, like, can treat it to some extent. Put that stuff in the tank and just hoped he'd make it to morning. And, you know, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. Um, so, those of you that might care and might get a clownfish someday. So, here's the deal is, again, it's another parasite, and you want to get the fuck off the fish. So when you buy the fish, theoretically, before you put it into your quarantine tank, the right thing to do is have this fromalin stuff on hand, which is 37% concentration of formaldehyde inside, you know, not water, but some other, you know, form of liquid shit. I'm sure there's other garbage in it. And you put a couple drops in it. I don't remember the dosage because I couldn't find it, so I didn't really feel like... It was necessary for me to fucking memorize the treatment. Throw it in there. And it's not like you just have the fish soaking in formaldehyde. That's fucking dumb. Right, you take, I don't know, it's something stupid, like two drops per gallon or something like that. Put it in the water. And then let the fish just kind of cruise around in there for somewhere between 30 to 60 minutes. And then that's essentially supposed to kill off all the parasites. So, technically... If you think this fish may have it, or you just want to, or you don't care about knowing for sure, <clears throat> when you get them, if you just happen to have a cupboard with a jar full of formaldehyde in it, you can get a bucket or whatnot, toss a couple of drops in there with some salt water that's aerated, let them cruise around the bowl, that'll kill off 99.999% of them. And then you throw them into the quarantine tank, which has, you know, the normal stuff, except you immediately dose it with a specific antibiotic, which is supposed to be pretty lenient on them or not so, like, harmful to them. And that's it. That would kind of be the end of it, and they'd be fine. So, anyways, my dudes got yagged by this Brooklynella shit, and it was pretty bummer. Total bummer. Last episode, I talked about how, like, I don't want to lose them, and it's just, it's actually been kind of sad, like, so, like, they died, 
and like you know the tanks in the garage i'm in the garage quite a quite a bit you know it's near the man cave and i walk by the tank and it's like just sitting there fucking empty and it's like oh sorry guys like just a constant reminder that like i'm not saying i fucked up you know what i mean but like yeah it just didn't work out it sucks but this is why you have a quarantine tank if i had these guys in the main tank with a bunch of other fish now all those assholes would have gotten the same thing and eventually they'd die um, well, maybe. So it's called clownfish disease because clownfish are more susceptible to it, but it is, you know, contagious by a contact. So if a fish has touched another fish, the parasites can hop onto the other other fish and they can get it too. Just seems to be that with this particular parasite, something about the physical or genetic makeup of a clownfish makes it more susceptible to like giving into the parasite whereas other fish even if they have the parasite they're a bit more resistant to it and maybe they'll never end up succumbing to the problems that the parasite poses so that's that so somehow throughout all this mix like i think i might have like had something like a, a specific tool that i was using in the quarantine tank that i may have dunked in my main tank so there's a possibility that cross-contaminated and my main tank now has this Brooklynella parasite just kind of cruising around. So the course of action there is just wait. So it's a parasite needs a host so to survive. So if I just wait a specific period of time without any fish in the tank, even if, I mean, if they're in there, they'll die because they need to find a fish to sustain themselves. So the timeline is not that bad. Because I got to restart my quarantine tank and then start all over again. So it's not that big of a deal because by the time I have, you know, I get the time to like break down the quarantine tank, bleach the shit out of it to make sure this parasite's out of there, let it dry, set it up again, let the bacteria grow, and then put some fish in there for a few weeks, actually treat them, lesson learned for every disease, whether I think they have them or not. So that's going to be the big change here. Anyways, the timeline would work out that, like, has the leaving the main tank fallow for a while would starve out the potential cross-contaminants that got in there. So, at least that's not a big deal. Initially, I thought it was this other disease um, called uranema, and thank God it's not that. Thank God, like, the second fish, like, finally got, like, visible symptoms because that, like, pretty much confirmed it was Brooklynella. Like, the look of Brooklynella is pretty, like, distinguished. Like, it's, you know, you see it, and you're like, okay, that's what that is. Like, if you pay some sort of attention, it's not easy to confuse with anything else. So, at least there's that. And because just, like, this other thing that I thought it might have been um, is actually pretty fucked, and there is no way of getting rid of that parasite. So the brooklynella and ick like they have a specific life cycle and the parasites can't survive without a fish to host on but this other one can actually so if you get that other one and that's in your tank so in my case where i think that there's a possibility of cross-contaminating them like that shit would be in the tank until i fucking take out all the water and get rid of it all and start over again which would have been a fucking disaster so kind of stoked that I know what it is, bummed that I wasn't able to do anything to save the guys, 
The first one didn't really get too obvious symptoms, but now that I know what it is, it's like a hindsight's 2020, like a bunch of shit lined up. Like there was a couple times when it had like dusty shit on its face and its side. And one of the uh, symptoms of Brooklynella is like their slime coat gets like mushy. So that's why like had Brooke, her slime coat got all mushy and kind of gross. And the little bit of like media that I had in there, like the little dust flakes of it, they stuck to this mushiness of the slime coat, whereas they never stuck to the other guy until he got fucking sick as shit and was a couple hours from dying. So there's a couple signs there. Behaviorally, like it's pretty hard to pinpoint stuff, but like the fact that, you know, it just laid down and did absolutely nothing could be a sign of a lot of diseases, but that's one of the other hallmarks of Brooke too. So long story short, at least I found out what it what it is, so I could. Unfortunately, didn't have time to like get what I needed to treat the other guy and hopefully save him. But at least I know, because then it gives me a plan of action of what to do with the main tank that I am like I don't know forty sixty on whether I cross contaminated. I'm not sure. I may have. I may not have. I'm not like. I don't remember the order of operations on how I did everything. Like at some point, I was in such a fucking hurry that like I got pretty, like a little too hurried, and I was like, "Oh, I got to do this," and like I put my hand in one tank and then my hand in the other tank, and it's just like not thinking that the reason I have two tanks is so that the shit from one can't get into the other. You know what I mean? So, long story short, that's that. So, chalk a plus up to knowing that justifying or validating, I guess, I don't know what the right word is, that, like, actually quarantining the fish is a smart thing. My damage here isn't any different. Like, if they were both in the main tank, like, I'd be in the same situation, right? Like, as long as they are in there alone. They'd be in the main tank, and then I'd scoop them up, dispose of them, and then be in a situation where... I have to leave the tank empty, fishless, for like six weeks. So I'm still in the same boat. But if there was, you know, a more normal kind of circumstance where I went kind of a little too hastily and bought like four fish on day one, as soon as like the bio, uh, the bacteria biology was ready, like I'd end up with a tank of dead people at this point. So validates the fact that I was kind of going through the right protocol. Sucks that I had a fish that had a latent parasitic issue. So, whatever. So, Operation Save Nemo is a fail. We will try again at some point. And I'm also going to try to find people online that um, do this quarantining thing for you. Because it's actually, like, it's, like, much as, like, I'm a nerdy guy and I like doing, like, random projects, like, I actually don't enjoy having a quarantine tank and worrying about, like, staring at a fish and playing vet and trying to figure out, like, hey, is this behavior normal? Like, I mean, it's interesting. Like, it's not stupid. The value of it's there. But in the end, it's not fun. Like, it's fun when I'm not worried about them and I get to go just, like, look at them and enjoy, like, watching them do their thing and feed them because it's all cute and fun. But, like, sitting there thinking about medication and, like, all that kind of crap, like, definitely not something I, like, stoked on. So, gonna give that um, give that a look-see, and then maybe quarantine something again, but 
I'm not sure. The thing about quarantining them yourself is it's actually, like, infinitely cheaper. And, like, there is the aspect of, like, you can see a fish at a store and buy it. Whereas if I do it this other way where I have to, like, find folks that will pre-quarantine it and ship it, like, you don't get to see a fish at a store. Be like, okay, the coloration's nice or, like, I like the markings on it or something like that. It's just kind of like you call up somebody and, like, hey, I want this kind of fish. And they go find one. And a lot of them, you know, they have different characteristics from individual to individual. So you lose, like, the WYSIWYG aspect of it. Um, and there is a little bit of, like, kind of, like there's like this one failure and like, I kind of want to get it right at least once. So we'll see. Maybe I'll research what fish are easier to quarantine stuff that are like hardy and like pretty well, like <clears throat> can tolerate like medication and stuff like that. So you don't worry about like, Oh, you fuck the fish up by like, you know, just drugging the shit out of it. I don't know. Long story short, that's that. Um, I have a calendar appointment set for December 1st to add fish. So I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of like five, six weeks to like, get my plan together, figure out what fish I want, which ones I'm going to buy pre-quarantined pre and pre-health like health checked, and then maybe go through the process myself. And that's it. So, unfortunately, bummer of an episode, and that's that. Um, stay tuned for updates on something else later this week. All right, bye.